Have talked about who started. <laughs> we thought we were so we coordinated we were with our be... colors that we, yeah, we decided to talk. Oh, sorry, you go ahead. The same. No, you go. No, you go. I insist. You have the confident man bun. You start. That's no, okay. This is not a man bun. What is it? I don't know. Pulled back into a, a, bun, a bun. loop. Yeah. I should have done a bun bun. Should have done a bun, <laughs> a bun, a bun a double bun. Bun square. Well, welcome oh. to the 605 show. What are we at? We don't even have the episode number. We're probably like episode 1,075. <laughs> I thought it was 63. Yeah, it's actually probably 63. I think it is 63. Well, we're here at Thinker Networks. I'm Alana Snyder with my co-host. I am Dan Card. I am Dan Card. <laughs> Why do you make me sound like that? I don't sound like that. <laughs> and we have two guests coming in. We have two virtual guests we do this is all going to be done via Streamyard, so this is kind of cool yeah which is why it looks like we're um currently being kidnapped and they're like if you're seeing this video i am not alive anymore it doesn't look that bad it's usually not just me and dan it's usually us and a guest sitting next to us so yeah we're kind of doing the newsroom feel here we are oh my gosh yes yeah. i love that for us um so <laughs> newsroom era newsroom era look at us go <laughs> So let's quick talk about the current issue. It is the July issue. We are halfway through July. Um, it's the outdoor issue. Getting a little toasty out there. Get out there. We have a lot it. of things going in. Dive into the July so outdoor have, issue. We have some paddleboarding going on there. Right. The Feel the zen with flow and paddle in Sioux Falls. Check out Equin Healing and Family Fun at the Joy Ranch in Florence, which is right by Watertown. Um, have you ever done that? Like the therapy with horses? No. It's actually kind of... It helped me a lot. I did it I one need, time. I need therapy, and I love horses. Oh, it's fantastic therapy. So, so I did it once. I didn't do the one at Joy Ranch, but I actually did one in the Black Hills. And, um, like, we had to, like, throw out balls with our, like, emotion. And then the horse would come up to us, and, like, the horse knew I was not ready. Like, I had to do, like, the lifting of the leg, and the horse was like, no, bitch. <laughs> you They're smarter that. than we are. They know. <laughs> And yeah. like I went to pet it and it walked backwards and I was like, ooh. That's so funny. And by the end, I helped it get over an obstacle and we were like best friends. Yeah. I love it. It's very actually, it's real. Uh read about 605's day trip to Pier. A lot of stuff going on. Get out to Pier in the summertime. It is gorgeous. Go see the Missouri. Pick up a copy statewide or visit 605magazine.com. Other upcoming events. We're actually a main sponsor of Beer Borers, July 22nd at Main Street Square in Rapid City, 1 p.m. It is one of my favorite events. It is so fun. Um, I think, oh yeah, this year is, um, is it Tie-Dye Volcano? And they actually are a band that played at the Black Hills Classic once. They I are so fun. They play a bunch of instruments and they're just a good time. But it's at Main Street Square with a four hour beer tasting, engage in the Beer Olympics, Challenging yard games, kick back, appreciate live music, or have a hand in the beer stock exchange. Adventure awaits new taste, downtown Rapid City. More info, MainStreetSquare.org. Days of 76, July 23rd and 29th. I've always wanted to go to this. It's a bucket yeah. list of mine at Deadwood. Uh, the Days of 76 Event Center. Celebrate the 101st annual. That's insane. Yeah. 
days of 76 rodeo in Deadwood, dubbed the small outdoor rodeo of the year. Professionals will participate in the PCRA rodeo events and vendors will line the facility with an eclectic offering of goods. Joining the fun Friday night by dressing up for the tough enough to wear pink night. Very on brand for Barbie. And Saturday at the Days of 76 Historic Parade. More info, daysof76.com. July 29th is the South Dakota Chislick Festival. Get ready. South Dakota snobs, get your booties there. And is it lamb? Is it steak? Could it be anything? Who knows? Another bucket list of mine haven't made it out there yet. So I'm going at the Prairie Arboretum. I heard it's beautiful there in Freeman. Starting at 10 a.m., meet at the Prairie Arboretum to enjoy a Chiswick-filled day with food, beverages, activities, and entertainment for all ages. Freeman will host the 5th Annual South Dakota Chiswick Festival, which honors the traditions of the German and Russians who brought the food to rural South Dakota communities. I did not know that fact. A beanbag tournament, a raffle, local vendors, and other treats will be offered in case Chiswick isn't your thing. More info, sdchiswickfestival.com. I love it. That's going to be great. we got some cool events coming up. Summer seems summer's underway, full swing. We're getting close to August, guys. Let's get out. We were just out in Rapid. We were just oh, up. Yeah, let we, me were know just how up. That was. we were just up. It was amazing. It was beautiful. We were out past um just north of Sturgis, out by Bear Butte. Mm. And so that was beautiful. Spent six, seven days out there doing some retreat stuff and uh got down to Rapid, got down to Main Street Square. Again, just a killer space down there. Yeah. Um, there's some people doing some really cool things in the hills. So it was it was fun. It's really exciting to be out there. Yeah, I actually, a couple things. We've been traveling nonstop, and we went to, one stop was Hill City, and yeah. they're working on a Main Street Square vibe uh, called Ranger Square. Yes. And so that's going to be connected uh, with the community, um, obviously tourist attractions, but then also they're going to work closely with the school, which is yeah. really neat. Um, so Hill City's got a lot going on. Uh, and we, we're just in Watertown. Oh, Watertown thri- hashtag thriving. They have a new park in the <laughs> on the main street with like a um, huge park, and then they have a splash pad. They have concerts weekly there. Um, then we went out to the Cooking at Campesca event, yeah. which I'd never been. It's like their big event of the year in the summer, and it's um, a three day event. The people watching was Chef's Kiss, immaculate, so good. Um, a lot of guys love Miley Cyrus. I learned when the cover band was playing that. <laughs> They can buy themselves flowers. They can. Is what I've learned. Um, and yeah, great food. They had a Chislick competition and mm. also a lot of good barbecue. Um, but yeah, Watertown, a lot of new businesses, Watertown, a lot of new huh? things going on. Um, I heard the they're around Lake Campesca. They're going to have a lot of new uh, development there as well. Just everywhere is just killing it. Who'd have thought? South Dakota. Get out. Okay? South Dakota. Great faces. Great places. Speaking of great faces, should we bring on a guest? How about... Should we go with Rose? Let's do it. Hey, Rose. Let's bring on Rose. Rose Spears. We're going to bring her up. From Deadwood history. I mean, Hello? There she is. if you're in Deadwood, you know Rose. And Rose is an icon in South Dakota. I will just say it. Uh, you're How just you too sweet. That's because you know I have your son here where I'm at today, <laughs> Alana. <laughs> that sounded like kidnapping real fast. You know I know. I have your son. We yeah. have your son. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and you have 24 hours to get yeah. him from the brothel. Or else. <laughs> oh, no, hey, he's in the brothel. We'll get to that. <laughs> no, wait, no, I think we should get to it now. That seems <laughs> before somebody makes a phone call. Well, so, <laughs> Rose, tell us quick. Okay, give us a little history on Deadwood history and then explain where you're at currently. 
Well, Deadwood History Inc. operates the Adams Museum, the Days of 76 Museum, the Historic Adams House, the Homestick Adams Research and Cultural Center, and the Brothel Deadwood. It's really fun if you've never been. It. Walk us through the, well, you don't have to literally, obviously, but um, mm -hmm. tell us about the Brothel Deadwood because it is one of my favorites, and that is where my son is at. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it's a... With John? We opened the property in August 1st, 2020. So in the middle of the pandemic, what, what better thing to do than open a brothel tour, right? We wanted to beat the rally. So um, it was really important for us to tell that 104 year history of prostitution here in Deadwood because it was illegal the entire time, but it served a purpose besides like the obvious pur purpose. It was really good for the economy, really good. And so hunting season was fabulous in Deadwood for many years until 1980 when after the brothels were closed and hunting season was never the same. Right. And they donated a lot, didn't they? The brothels? Yes. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, the madams were very generous um, to the fire department. They bought them a fire truck. <clears throat> very good to the police department. So if they did have big trouble, they could call the police. The police would often help them. But yeah, they knew whose palms to grease, as it were, uh, and to keep 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 themselves um, alive here in, in Deadwood and thriving. And wasn't it, what was the, didn't they like sponsor a baseball team or what was the team that they sponsored? So what they would do is um, the madam would send a bag of cash with a cab driver down to the rodeo grounds where the baseball fields are. And the coach would walk over to the cab and they'd hand him a, paper bag and in that paper bag as i said is full of cash so then the kids would get new uniforms new equipment so again it was creative and then she was probably preparing her next uh, generation of males as well <laughs> oh my god <laughs> listen listen you gotta have a pipeline you gotta have a coaching tree you know what i mean exactly you know, gorilla marketing Build yeah exactly <laughs> like gorilla marketing. no so for uh people who don't know what was the final straw of like what caught what got them caught because like it was like this unspoken thing for so long mm -hmm. what was the final straw the final thing were there was two there were two murders that occurred alana uh one happened in texas and a federal judge was murdered and they thought the gun would be found at Pam's Purple Door, which is right next to our brothel. And they thought that she was hiding that gun. And then there was an, also another murder in Boulder Canyon. And uh, what had happened was a, a man was murdered and they found something on his body that linked him back to the brothels. Do you wanna know wow. what that was? Yes. Cherry douche. And yes, all Pam, <laughs> Pam, Pam Holiday's girls were cherry all known douche. for using cherry douche. Oh, fun fact. Sorry, yeah, Mark. fun fact. Exactly. <laughs> Most facts are not fun. That one. <laughs> See? Well, and is the rumor true that like the FBI had been watching like how many towels yeah. were going outside? I don't know about the towels. I, I didn't hear that I heard story. that one for some reason. Oh, huh. Well, Jeff Fiken, who's a federal judge in Rapid City, I think he's been trying to retire, but he was one of the prosecuting attorneys. And Judge Viken has told us that they were, he named the operation, Operation Hotbed. So when the FBI came in and DCI and the uh, state police, 
it was a really big deal. It was a huge bust on May 21st, 1980. They came in wow. early in the morning and came in from the front and from the back. And um, the only, only none of the madams were here, but uh, there were some girls in, in uh, Pam's Purple Door for sure, and maybe a couple of the others, but our brothel at that time had been not operating. The madam had gone back to, to Minnesota to see a family member. Mm -hmm. Wrong time for a vacation. Yeah. Well, good time because she didn't get arrested. Uh, true. You know, true. <laughs> right there on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, I was jet skiing. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where were you exactly. at? Exactly. Yeah. My goodness. So um, how is the uh, brothel then? If you go to the museum, how is it set up? Because I love that. So what I, we I do is. I love how you guys put it together. We, we set it up where the uh, tour starts in the parlor so that that's where the man would pick out which lady he wanted and then she would take him to one of the working rooms so then the next uh part of the uh, tour is all about the working rooms. so we do them period appropriate so from 1876 to 1900 is one room then we have 1920s which is where i'm at today and then the 1940s and 50s and then the last room is the 1960s and 70s then we have a real bedroom where if a girl was lucky enough and the brothel wasn't overly busy, she'd have her own bedroom where she didn't have to live in her working room. And then we also have a madam's office set up and then a madam's bedroom. And then of course our fabulous gift shop with wonderful brothel merchandise, which how could you go on without ever having brothel merchandise, right? Exactly, yeah, it's really cool. They have like the full like actual menu. Yeah which is yeah. wonderful um, and yes. filthy to read. And then um, they have like where they would tuck their like in the madam's room or her, was it her office where you can, where they would yes, put her. the dollars or put the money. Yes, yep. Like and the then bank. the girl would have to write down her name and then what the service was. And then that money had to match going oh, into yep. the appropriate slot as it were. And is it, I got it. <laughs> See what I'm glad is. he caught, he caught my pen right away. I love that. Yeah, so is it the 1970s or 80s room? Which one's the one with the fake cocaine? Yeah, that's the 1960s and 70s room. Yes, so I Snapchatted that, like taking the tour, and my lawyer is one of my best friends, and she snapped <laughs> me right away and goes, I would highly suggest removing that from your Snapchat. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not openly snorting cocaine on my wallet. <laughs> yeah. But it's very, that, that shows how realistic the museum mm -hmm. yeah listen. <laughs> yes exactly because it has a rolled up dollar yeah, yeah. on mm -hmm. a mirror it's mm -hmm. fantastic mm -hmm. no so yeah so to go to where my son is um we got the initial tour and i love i love like reenactment stuff i love like details and so they had the apartment of the lucky working ladies who would get an apartment and um there was a picture of they're like and then there would be like their child like there were like mothers and whatever and it was a printed out photo of a, of a boy and it was like kind of pixelated and i was like do you guys want a better photo for your like fake child and she was like i don't care so then i dressed up owen for his first daycare <laughs> photo in a like age appropriate like the era i think i made him look like little ted bundy do you want to see it Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops, you gotta go the right way. 
Isn't he adorable? <laughs> oh, and you're adorable. Cocaine. Yeah, He's so, so excited. He is, he is the prostitute's son. That kid, is, yeah. that kid is so keyed up right now. Did you see his face? He was just like, yeah. ah. Mommy's back. She worked hard today with that cherry douche. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, so now forever he will have like a Ted Bundy sweater for his leg. That's that's good news. I enjoyed that. <laughs> Picture. I was, Any a, I was having a rough day and this has just turned that entirely around. <laughs> Well, like, Dan didn't have any background, so when you're like, we, we have your son, he's like, what? I start calling some folks. <laughs> There's, like, the red button under yeah. Like, the table. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what are some of your favorite brothel artifacts? Oh, <clears throat> I think the Peter Pan is one of my favorites, and we actually were about ready to open the brothel, Alana, when uh, a gentleman who used to work for the South Dakota Department of Health called Carolyn, um, who is our executive director, and he said, do you know the story about the Peter Pan? And she said, no. And so what the story is, is that the woman would bring the gentleman into the working room and she would have to wash him up. So there was, there's a pan and I have one here. I, I just have to have Adrian hand it to me, but I don't know oh if she's God. right here. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, oh my God. Adrian no. hand, yeah. So yeah, you gotta see this. It's, it's very cool. And so but Carolyn it's, it's had us at it Peter right pan. away. Well, no, a Peter Pan. So no, here, not like, well. So Peter see, Pan, it's classy. see, yeah, there's the water, there's the bowl. And then Adrian will hand me the soap that's right over here. here. Let me go. And then look at it's fair sex toilet soap. We could have used that at USD at the frats. No, it's a it's a Peter Pan. So wait, wait yes. just for the Peter, Peter or Pan the whole or the whole body? Peter no, Pan. It's just, it's, oh, just for the Peter. Oh, <laughs> if it was a, if it was Peter a body Pan, Pan it'd be called a body. So they didn't Pan. care about the rest of the body. They just kind of wanted to. Well, well, you know, the part that was you know going somewhere that you maybe not wanted it to go if it <laughs> hadn't been, you know. Yeah. Because I mean, we're talking like so at least early days. Early days, Rose. I mean, these people were stinky, right? Well, yes, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I don't know when the Peter Pan <laughs> actually came into fruition, but I assume it was probably after the turn of the century. But I doubt 1876 they were too busy, you know, washing people up. But eh, I would have wanted to be have have him washed up. That's gross. I have an extra, an extra yeah. little mini bath. Maybe if just you will. A, yeah, just a moist yeah. towelette. A moist. <laughs> Yeah. Um, with a little like a aloe towel for yeah. Your Peter? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. The trail's not the only thing that's dusty out there. You you know know I mean? <laughs> dusty A's. Um, so what have, what have been some of the funnest stories working there? I mean, there's got to oh, be a bunch, but. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of them are people that act, came back and then they'll tell us that, oh, I was actually related to one of the working girls who was in Deadwood. She was my grandmother. Um, those kinds of stories happen. And I'm not here every day, um, so the tour guides hear a whole lot more stories, you know, relevant to to the property and to the tour. But yeah, it's uh, the, probably the hunting season is probably one of my favorite stories. Uh, one time, and I, this won't ruin it for the tour because I don't think they even tell this one as much. But there was a gentleman that came in during hunting season, and the brothel was so busy 
that they had to set him in the sit him in the bathroom and to wait his turn. Well, then they found him the next morning, and he was on the toilet asleep because they forgot all about him. Oh no! Yeah, he's like, I'm ready. Yeah, exactly. Well, now you guys found like people like dead by the door or like, and you guys have the original <laughs> door right where you would like buzz in. Yes, the original door is hung on the wall right right where you come at the top of the stairs. You have to climb 23 so cool. stairs first, and then we have that original door mounted on the wall so you can see all the bars and, and all the security systems they had in place, you know, to keep it safe. And, and then there was a two-way mirror, too, so they could see who was coming up the stairs and whether or not they wanted to allow them into the brothel. If somebody was too intoxicated, maybe, or if somebody looked too much too rough maybe maybe they wouldn't let them in like not even a peter dish can help this no, no. exactly you know what i'm saying oh and i will say too the um bed behind rose that mm -hmm. you can actually take photos that's the one bed right. you can take photos yes. on yep and that's why i wanted to make sure that adrian and i set this up where you could see that poster and yep we've had john and alana and who was my sales rep that left Oh, Taylor had her booty up. Taylor. God, I love her. Yeah, and Taylor <laughs> and Carolyn and I, and we all got in bed together and took a photo. <laughs> we actually have that hanging at our 605 cabin. That Wonderful. Photo, photo. Yeah. yeah, That's so great. Everyone felt it. So, good. <laughs> um, so aside from the brothel tour, um, real quick, what are some of the other things happening at your other locations? Well, at the Adams Museum, I was just telling um, our other guest, Damon, that um, Carolyn has in the process of uh, restructuring the main floor of the museum and Kenny Putnam and a lot of you know Kenny Putnam fabulous fiddle player he is helping do the redesign of that main floor and there's some really exciting things going in there um, days of 76 museum is always exciting and next week there's a whole event uh, surrounding you know the celebration of of the event and that's what the museum does is honor that celebration that's been in Deadwood since 1924 and um, celebrating Deadwood 1876 and forward. And at the Hark, we're going to be having um, history on the lawn on tomorrow, actually, on Friday. But it's actually at the historic Adams house, so long as it doesn't rain. That's a big deal around here because we've been pretty wet, which is good, too. Um, and right. we're going to have Ty, your good friend Ty from Deadwood Live, is going to be doing black powder and pelts. And so he'll be talking about historic rifles that were used during the Custer expedition and what animals were in the Black Hills. So that's going to be oh, awesome. a great time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much, Rose. We'll bring you back for the mm -hmm. game. Okay. So you will be um, coming back here. Yes. Okay. And Alana, we're gonna we're gonna open here in about eight minutes. <gasps> Should we go play the game quick? Let's do the game. We're gonna bring on Desmond. We're gonna just throw it. We're gonna, we're gonna Damon, open. Damon, Damon. Sorry, Desmond. Desmond. <laughs> I was like, oh, did I name him wrong? Nope. I'm gonna call you Desmond from now on. Damon. It's like I'm looking right at. I'm reading. Damon it. is like Black Hills royalty. So I know, and I, now I got, I got, I'm reading it. Like I'm reading it Wilders. right off the thing, and it's. <laughs> okay, we're gonna play a quick game because Rose needs to go. And then we will get to the Buffalo trip. I apologize. Should I not look at these? Who's gonna read? These answers how about, are how about, how about you play the game with them? Yes, now the non the non six oh five native should play the game. I will 
I'll get Okay, I, I can do it. I can do it. Okay, so the game is Deadwood or Sturgis. So Damon, you will find out, <laughs> is from Sturgis. Rose is in Deadwood. Two towns, 13 minutes apart. Which facts belong to which? And I will cut it down probably to five questions since she needs to get going. Yeah. Number one. Which city was named after a silver, silver, silver war general? Deadwood or Sturgis? Sturgis. Damon? Sturgis. All right, Rose wins. Sturgis was named after Samuel D. Sturgis, a Union general. Rose, well, I guess it's not really fair if a historian is like, or <laughs> someone with history is like. like this is a little <laughs> Number two, which city was founded in 1876? Deadwood. Deadwood. Sturgis was founded in 1878. Number three, which city is known for its lawlessness and debauchery? Oh. Deadwood. Trick question. <laughs> Both. Okay. Oh, really? Good one. I mean, Sturgis gets a little nasty. You know it. Um, number four, which city was nicknamed Scooptown? Sturgis. Sturgis. Really? Okay, Sturgis. This was originally the name of a camp outside of the city. Number five, which city generates massive revenue for the state of South Dakota in event guides and sponsorships? Sturgis. Both of them, right? Yeah, both. I mean, they do, but Greta put Sturgis. According to the municipal.com, the Sturgis bike rally mm -hmm. provides for 21% yeah. of the city's revenue, generating $800 million in annual revenue. Flex. Um, okay, we'll do two more. Number six, yes. which city has a higher median age for residents? Mm. Interesting. What would you guess? Sturgis. I agree with that. It's Deadwood. It has a median really? age of 52. Sturgis is 42. And the U.S. average is 37. I would have, I would have thought Sturgis as well, as hmm. far as full-timers. Hmm. Number seven. Which city was nearly destroyed by fires multiple times? I mean, I think we Deadwood. <laughs> Deadwood loves a good fire. <laughs> Two of the biggest fires took place in September 1879 and again in September 1959. Dang. Um, okay, wait. Number eight. Which city has a bigger population? Sturgis. Sturgis. A, as of 2021, Sturgis has a population of 7,107 versus Deadwood's population of 1,201. Hot dang. Well, we'll let Rose go. Okay. <laughs> Bye, David. It was nice talking to you. Knowledgeable. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they just know too much. Thanks, Rose. Good luck. Okay, take care, you guys. Thank you both. Yeah, thank Bye. you. Thanks, Rose. Bye. Goodbye, Rose. Goodbye, my friend. Hello, Damon. How are you? Good. I got my shoes kicked off. It's funny you brought up Miley Cyrus because I was whistling flowers in the back room before you mentioned that. Nice. And, uh, See, bros love Miley. I'm it's addictive. Um, yeah. And I wish like the audience could see your face though at the beginning when Rose was talking about stuff. You were like doing like couple of these. Yeah, I was <laughs> just thinking uh, cherry douches and brothels is a hard topic to follow up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen oh, a lot though. Um, yeah, they've got their fair share of war stories out in Sturgis. I, I would imagine there's it's not too foreign of a topic. Yeah, so Damon is with the Sturgis Buffalo Chip. And uh, for those, well, first off, go into the Buffalo Chip and what it is for people living under a rock. And then also talk about your history with the Buffalo Chip. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. 
I grew up cutting grass out of the buffalo chip. That's my history with it. I graduated into pulling weeds at some point along the lines, which apparently comes with the job title of the executive vice president, in case you didn't know, which is really just a fancy way of saying my job is to put happy smiling faces on otherwise plain boring heads. Uh, we're the largest motorcycle festival in motorcycling. What did I say? The largest music festival in motorcycling, and it's more affectionately known as, I throw it to you, do you know? The best party anywhere. <laughs> the best. I'm looking through my script. I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking, I'm trying to find the notes. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like so intimidated. I'm like sweating. I'm like, it's a <laughs> Oh, man. What do they do there for people to get things wrong? Um, yes. No. So you have like a million stories. What are some, let's go back to like, you know, brothel vibes. What are some of the craziest things you've seen? You gotta have seen a douche, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the commercial. I think Massingill or something is the brand I'm, I'm aware of. <laughs> like, I remember I went to the Buffalo Chip one time and I went back to my car and there was literally marks from people having sex on my windshield when I got back. Oh man, that was probably just raccoons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a large, large raccoon. No, Sturgis is known for its large, hairless raccoon population. Um, and it was during Three Doors Down. Like I'm like, okay, if you feel it, feel it. They did a remix of With Arms Wide Open? Or no, no that's, that's Creed. Creed. Is that what? <laughs> no, so it's you guys, I remember you... Well, I remember you... Oh, no, sorry. Go you no, you go, you go. No, certainly the rallies changed a bit since 1980 when the brothel got busted there it sounds like the rally was a little bit of a different scenario back in the late 70s early 80s and now it's uh i think it's fair game lots of lots of concerts lots of women if you looked at a stage shot from like 1982 1983 you're looking out in the audience it's just a sausage fest it was just all dudes out there in the and uh, nowadays we're a good 40% women and 70% women, uh, men, and yeah. uh, a really good percentage of the population coming for the music, the motorcycles, mostly the camaraderie and the friendship that is formed out there for the 14 days that we're opening in business, keeps people coming back. As far as stories, stories go, some of my, favorites are just that like a number of my friends have met and gotten married because they met out at the Buffalo chip and Sturgis and people come and their whole lives change just because the stereotype of what they think it is. And then what they experience and leave with is completely different. Uh, it's just really an intense gathering of real human connection and People have these intense moments and experiences with all these events and concerts, sharing memories and stories that add to the basic story of your life. And you tell them over and over and over again. So some of my best friends come out of there. I think some of my best memories come from just having evolved out there at the chip and, and having a good time. Well, what can they look forward to this year? We have Limp Biscuit. Mm. Yeah. I love me Fred Durst. Fred Durst. Yep. What do you know of him? 
well i know of his red does he still wear that red hat <laughs> it's worth a, it's worth a google i know he had beef with christina aguilera <laughs> i think no wait i was like i think he hated eminem no that was christina aguilera um no i'm very excited about that talk about some of the other artists playing oh well i the reason why i asked to what you know about him is because it was surprising the number of closet limp biscuit fans i discovered when we announced him <laughs> like uh, oh you're gonna get a big audience yes <laughs> some of my it's friends that, sure. are, that are just jam band fanatics like fish fanatics and they're like limp biscuit <laughs> uh, what it's the founders some of the founders of new metal and you were a fan what are you talking about um, oh yeah it, it should be fun. There. yeah a lot of people coming out of the woodwork um yeah as long as far as your question what we got going on it we're starting it off with a bang we've got the kickoff party that we have zz top as the headliner for and we've never come in as hot with such a which a recognizable name on the first day but additionally we're doing a 150 or um a parade of motorcycles into the amphitheater and then we'll oh fun crash through what used to be a wall of beer 1200 monster energy cans this year <laughs> there oh, wow. you go <laughs> so as a official monster sponsored athlete now and brand ambassador for the chip I feel it's my duty and responsibility to inspire the world to burst through walls and barriers. <laughs> I, love it. I hope they have Advil. I love it. Um, <laughs> that's, a lot, that's a lot of monster energy, man. That is a lot of energy. I mean, it's a lot of beer, but that's a yeah, it's different. Monster energy is gonna be that's gonna be a thing. So, what else happens surrounding? Like, there's obviously you guys are known for concerts. Um, what else yeah. is at the chip that people can really get into? Yeah, tons of bike shows. We have a bike show almost every day. There's uh, some races, old grudge style street drags that have lasted through the early 80s where they used to do them. And one of the reasons why bikers kind of got kicked out of Sturgis for, <laughs> for is causing a ruckus. We'll be having some old school street drags with the original Crazy John that put them on back in the early 80s. We'll be doing the Deathwire Daredevil Spectacular, which is uh, Sean Ives is a cancer survivor who wanted to pay tribute to Robbie Knievel, who died from cancer last year and had come to us wanting to do a jump. And my father, Rod Woodruff, had said, well, we need to do more than just a jump. And Sean came back and said, well, I used to be a high wire walker that studied under Carl Walenda. And I'm friends with Blake Walenda, who's a high wire walker. Why don't we have Blake Walenda high wire walk over the amphitheater? And Rod said, great. And then you'll jump over him. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, well, uh, I'm, I'm not sure I can do that, but I know my son can. And uh, he volunteered up his son, Kyle Ives. They also do the, the wall of death out here. And so on August 10th, which is Thursday before Death Leopard concert. Kyle Ives will attempt to jump over the top of Blake Linda while he high wire walks across our amphitheater. 
something that probably will never happen again, never has happened before, and will leave a lasting impression one way or the other on people's lives. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I, love, I love it. That's good news. That, that, that's a good time. And so eating wise, what can people experience for like food and stuff? Oh, you know, have you ever had a, uh, what are those pork parfait? No. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's this really nice cup with mashed potatoes and barbecue pork and corn. Uh, Talk you dirty can, to me. You can find all kinds of interesting vendor foods out here. That being one of them. Is that why everyone has assless chaps? Because they ate the parfait. <laughs> <laughs> they easy access in the bathroom. <laughs> they want easy access. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, that parfait was delicious. <laughs> 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 so, okay. So here's the thing is like for people who, if you just say um, the rally in general, they're like, oh, aren't there a lot of naked people? Like, is that still a thing? We're like, and I'm like, it's so much more than people showing their body parts. It's like the the premise behind it is people feel like themselves you know what i mean like they want to like feel free and like have like a blast and so some people choose to have a titty up <laughs> yeah i mean there's a lot of legends mystery around the infamy of the rally just in general but it's not it doesn't meet up to the stories i'd say I don't know if you guys have been out there, but yeah, they do. Fun. They do dress up and let loose. That's kind of the point. But nudity isn't really a thing, and it's more just about coming together and having a fun, having a good time. Right. Yeah. It's like it's few and far between. I would say from when I've been there. Yeah. Which like you expect it. Like it's like I've been three blocks and I have not seen one ass. Yeah. yeah. We used to be a country. Give me liberty or give you know, me ass. I, yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> it used to be a place Who here. Who said that? Was, that? was that John Kennedy? <laughs> Too soon. Oh, my God. Too soon. Hashtag. Um, so what else can people expect? So you said Def Leppard. We got Limp Bizkit. We got ZZ Top. Who else are you excited about? Yeah, so we try and mix it up a little bit. We have the classic rockers that hold tradition it's general comfort for people and really bring in the people that's leonard skinner again and we mentioned def leopard we've got sticks and ario Speedwagon. Uh, we've got zz top yeah. and then of course we've got some of the up-and-comers like co wetzel is a hot country artist right now and whiskey myers people are excited to see whiskey myers and limp biscuit you know 90s new metal early 2000s pretty excited about that we've got the uh, the staples that are our house band like book cherry and puddle of mud george thoroughgood Perfect. and i mean the whole premise is best party anywhere that gives us the freedom to not be genre specific and era specific yeah. but really the concept is does the band know how to have a good time our base right. As human beings, our whole, even pre-birth, we learn to seek out human connection and parties. I mean, you have a, a gender reveal party, you have a baby shower, you have a first grade of 
second grade, fifth grade graduation. You have birthday parties, Halloween parties, Christmas parties. You have college parties, corporate parties. Like everything we do is uh, looking for a reason to connect as human beings and to party. And so if the band has the potential, which is why you'll find weird pairings like Limp Biscuit paired with Lead of Ford on the same night, is that they are just bands that know how to bring a party and bring people together. That's that's how right. we end up pairing those. Will you do me a favor? Will you ask Fred Durst if he did do it all for the Nookie? <laughs> I've been thinking about that. <laughs> it's, been really, it's been really bothering Listen, me. Listen, yeah, this is one of those. Yes. It weighs oh, on I, me I'm glad at you night. said it. You know? Well, that's very exciting. Um, where can people go for the latest updates and to get involved? Buffalochip.com. You can find all the information on the events tab there or all of the concerts on the concerts tab. What is it, what is it like to kind of like own one of the largest events in the world? You know, does it make you feel cocky in a way? No, have you ever, have you ever woke up? And I know you have at five in the morning <laughs> and your eyes pop open and you go, Oh man, we have a podcast at 10 AM and I didn't test the podcast <laughs> software <laughs> like the email told me to do. Well, yeah, every morning right now, wake you opening up your eyes at 5 a.m. was some daunting task that that's what a, having a big event feels like every day. Did I lose you? Hang on one second, Damon. One second. I feel like you're having a really good thought. I feel like you're having a really good moment. There we go. It like slowed you down to like sloth level. It was the, <laughs> that was the weirdest. That was the weirdest thing. Yeah. So what were you saying? Waking up 5 a.m. <laughs> well, it's funny because like that's exactly how it looked. You're like you're doing great. Waking up. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about that. I, I, I'm curious about that too. Sorry. What were you saying? It sounded like a good answer. <laughs> oh, you wake up in the morning, your eyes so wait, pop wait, open. Wait, wait, 5 a.m. Go into that. Uh, can you guys hear me? Wait, and that was. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> your eyes pop open to your own voice at five in the morning, saying, "Did you arrange for the hay bales to be down Main Street, or did you test your podcast software for that 10 a.m. podcast?" <laughs> Whatever. Every single day, that's what having a big event feels like. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, that has to be, yeah, and you're working all year towards that, and then you're like, well, and you guys do other events, too, throughout the year, so I can't imagine the pressure to be like, oh, crap, we're actually the ones throwing the big party. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, we appreciate it. We're in the headwinds right now. If It sounds like you have slow-mo, so if I had hair, you'd see me in slow-mo against the Sturgis yeah. Rally headwinds and my hair, if I had long hair, my hair blowing, nodding up, getting wild right here on screen. I should have put a wig on. <laughs> Are you guys going to make it out? <laughs> like when in doubt, put a wig on. I hope so. Uh, I know John is from our office. Yeah. So he's going to go, I think, film some stuff. So should be a good time. Yeah. 
right? I don't know. Get your assless chaps. Let's get out. Listen, I haven't donned assless chaps since the old brothel days. So <laughs> that has been a minute for me. It has, well. Um, yeah, man, this sounds like a really good time. Tell me about your, uh, just one last question, I'll let you go. Uh, how do you recover from all this? Sleep. You're gearing up for a big event, and then how, what does that look like afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's nostalgic almost immediately. You have this really intense peak of interactions with people, and you see them once a year, maybe. And the second it's over, you have to say goodbye. And so it gets emotional, it gets a nostalgic, and then ironically, you just we just immediately turn to planning for the next year. It requires a little, little bit of sleep in between, but it gets emotional. People cry, yeah. hug, kiss right. each other's ears. Well, then it's just got to be really quiet for like a minute. You're like the, where the quiet sets in, and you're like, oh, yeah, everyone's gone. That's kind of nuts. Yeah. But, well, That's thank you for doing one of this. Like, this is like a huge event in the world. Yeah. And thank you for all the hard work you guys put into it. Oh yeah. I mean, thanks for saying that. It's, it's a burr. It, it takes a lot to put on, and our objective is mission is to throw the best party anywhere and just make sure people leave with happy, smiling faces so that they come back to South Dakota and and tell their friends about it. Right. Well, awesome. Well, thank you, Damon. Good stuff. Go find out what a cherry douche is, and we will all <laughs> <follow laughs> <up> together. <laughs> and thank you for your patience. Yeah, appreciate it. DM me a photo, please. Yeah. Okay, I don't want also, my, um, I don't want my Google ads to the get weird on me, so maybe you should just DM me a photo of whatever cherry douche is. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, what, are the, what are the dates again, real quick, for Sturgis this year? Uh, August 4th is our first concert, and August 12th is our last concert. And all Perfect. of the events are free with admission. So you come early, you get to see all the races, you get to do a mankini and homemade bikini contests, you get to see Def Leppard and everybody else, whoever you want to see, for the low, low price of one admission pass. Dang. Sweet. Well, sounds good. Good Peace stuff. out, Damon. Miss Thanks, you. Damon. All right. What, what a show. A ride. What a ride. <laughs> what a ride. I feel like those two guests together were like perfect though. That's such a yin and yang of like again, it's it's a it's a amazing example of the the hills just in action. You I know. know we got... But it's also two huge parts of tourism for oh, the yeah. state, so it's really cool to see. But Yeah, I enjoyed that. And good um, stuff. Thank you for being here. Thank you for putting up with mine and Dan's fall palette. That we already just we're jumping the gun, you know. Yeah, harvest July, July the the harvest festival. <laughs> well, another six oh five show. Another one in the books. We'll see you guys very soon. Kissy face. <laughs>